Uh, but today we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of Noah, Abraham. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, probably um, about anticipation and what this fulfillment looks like. Uh, and we'll also talk about not looking back, but rather looking forward. So a lot of, you know, when we talk about faith, a lot of it is what direction? What is, what is the faith of, what's, what's the direction of faith? It's always that uh, not only trusting, but that anticipating uh, for what is to come. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. But uh, why don't we start with a word of prayer? Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for your word this morning. Bless us uh, in this study. Uh, Guide us uh, in your truth and through all things by faith as gift. Uh, Lord, comfort us in the midst of things that we face, knowing full well uh, that we are covered by your blood. Lord, for all these things we are thankful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. All right, so uh, as we turn to Hebrews 11 here, Hebrews 11. Um, uh, here we ended on Noah, didn't we? And uh, we talked about Noah a little bit this morning, um, about uh, how we ought to wait in faith. Uh, but now uh, we're going to move on uh, to Abraham. Um, and Abraham is, uh, yeah, what a great, of course, a great patriarch of the Bible, but uh, also the, the line to which our Lord would, uh, would come. Um, Abraham is a father of nations, as we know. And, and here, why don't we continue on, on our handout. And so if someone could read verse 8 for me, verse 8. All right. So, um, have you ever done that before? Um, and then they say, um, where are we going? And you say, uh, I don't know. It's wherever the Lord leads us. Uh, probably not on a car trip, right? Uh, you take out your, um, your AAA map or your Edison guide. Remember the Edison guide? Anyone? Yeah. Oh, no, the Edison guide? No one? You know the, no, is that? That book, that, like, um, yeah. Spiral book? No, Edison? Yeah, well, how did you say it? Oh, wait, what did I say? Edison. Oh, Thomas Edison, there you go. Oh. <laughs> Light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the Edison, no, wait, the Thomas Guide, all right. So, that's right, now, Thomas Guide? Yes. Oh, Okay. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I love that thing. You know, Helen Keller, Thomas Edison. Um, I should know more of the uh, inventors and the... Uh... Anyways, but uh, yes, uh, the Thomas Guide and the map. So when it comes to uh, Abraham, he was uh, from the year of Chaldeans. Uh, oh, what is it? Uh, a place of idolatry. And the Lord calls him out... Uh, uh, to go to the promised land. And, and this is a, a really big uh, picture of faith, right? Uh, rather than looking back to what his nature was, the Lord called him out to go and to look forward in this life of faith to what is to come. 
right? So when we look at uh, faith, uh, when we talk about faith, when we look forward, uh, oh, this one is almost on the brink of being put. Abraham came from what we, modern day we would call um, Baghdad, um, Iraq. That Mesopotamia area, right? Uh, yeah, you know, but as we look forward in this faith, how does that look? I mean, for Abraham, it was, it was we're going to go just as the Lord has taught us or just as the Lord has promised to the promised land. But for us in this life of faith, as we look forward, what does that look like? How, do, how can we explain that to someone? Good. Good, right? And I think verse 1, if you can go back to it, really is the way to which we look forward, right? It says, if someone could read verse 1 again for me. Verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. All right. So now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And this is uh, always looking forward to our heavenly home, but in faith. In the morning, in our sermon this morning, a little while, uh, just a quick review here. Uh, how do we deal with the little while as we live in this life of faith? Uh, are, we, are we wondering what's going to happen next? How do we proceed? And how does that shape us when it comes to our life of faith as we look forward? Yes, the word. This is one of those times where the King James Bible comes up with a, um, with a good translation. It says, faith is the evidence of things unseen. Yes, yes. So, so in that life of faith, in that little while, our faith trusts in the word. For Abraham, you know, we very well know that he was directed by God, and by faith he went, Right? Um, a lot of times uh, in our human nature, uh, when we are faced in this little while, what, what, is, what does our sin do? Uh, we heard it this morning a little bit, but what does our sin do in this little while as we wait? We know Jesus is to return. We know the life of faith. We know uh, the gospel and what he has done. But even then, what does our sin nature do? Doubt, right? And that doubt, what, what happens with that doubt, Don? What, where, how does it kind of evolve or how does it manifest itself even more? Questions. Questions. Questions, and then? <coughs> Reliance, self-reliance, right? And then? <laughs> Turn completely, right? Uh, and this is the progression, right? Uh, no one is immune to this. That's, that's the truth. Uh, and in this little while... Ephesians chapter 6, the armor of God, where it says, uh, the shield of faith uh, extinguishes the fire of darts, uh, the fiery arrows of the uh, devil. Yeah, yeah, I mean... The things that make us question our faith... 
when we talk about you know, this little while, we know that we're not wondering what is to come, right? That's a thing. If I don't know what is to come, and I'm just like, well, we'll see, I don't know. That shapes us in many different ways. When we, as children of faith, in this little while, in this word and promise, we, just as the Lord says in his word and promise, there we are shaped as what we are looking forward to, right? And that is a life of faith, is knowing that, yeah, I might face this scenario, this suffering, this struggle, right? This worry, this overwhelming uh, uh, burden, let's say, on my life. But yet at the same time, my faith resides in what God has given to me in his word. And that is, as I live in this life, this is where I trust as I look forward to what is to come, right? And that is all very important when it comes to this life of faith. For Abraham, it was the same thing. For Noah, it was the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is the life of faith for, for all those that believe, right? Um, because I know that little while can um, become very, we can become very fickle. We see the Israelites and we see ourselves. And soon enough we rebel or we, we say we're tired of this food or we want to go back to slavery. Uh, we want to go back, we want to go back. And isn't that what the Israelites did? Always wanting to go back when in fact what was forward for them was the promises of God and what he had already uh, uh, promise them uh, that they would get to the promised land. And here we see it. Abraham, from the Ur of Chaldeans, a land of idolatry. Think about that. And he was called out by faith, and there he went. How amazing is that? Again, faith is a gift. All right, verse 9 and 10. If someone could read that, verse 9 and 10. Okay, so right here, by faith he went to live in the land of promise. Again, did Abraham see, you know, when we talk about, uh, as we look on your notes here, uh, Abraham received the promise, but he never, uh, when it comes to the visible possession of land, uh, there, even uh, when we talk about Isaac and Jacob, uh, there they would not see the fulfillment of it all, right? Uh, and, but yet they waited in the promises of God. Yeah, that, that's always the key here by faith, is how do we wait? How do we wait? And we see Abraham, we see Isaac, we see Jacob always waiting in the word of God. And that's why hearing God's word is so important. Because here, as we hear God's word, there we are always directed and pointed to what our faith is, but how we wait. Because trust me, we're in that proverbial line at Disneyland. You know what I'm talking about here. You, you, you stay in this line, and then you see the churro ch- truck on the side, like, okay, they got us. And then, <laughs> Jeff knows. And then 200 yards down, when you're still one hour, oh, lemonade line, right? Drink that, and then you're now thirsty. And then the popcorn line, which is very salty. And then another drink line, and you're going down this line, and you're like, your kids are like, actually, my kids don't like amusement parks, so um, I really don't know how that is. They're like, yeah, Dad. They want $25 hot dog in Mickey's One day, inflation will get to $25 soon enough, but not yet, right? They're probably at $8, I think. 
probably if we're at a discount day. But, but uh, there's always that waiting. Or when you're commuting on the 405 and the 5 on a, on a Friday, right near Dodger Stadium, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, it is backed up, and you sit there waiting. So how do we do this? And when I'm in the, in the traffic, I know I'm always thinking about things. I like waiting. I think life is like the DMV, you know? You see your number. <laughs> You're like, oh, we're like 50 numbers away. All right, time to think about things, right? And uh, it is in that waiting uh, where how, how do we wait? And you know the devil, right? Uh, you know how quickly he says, enough waiting, you take action. I mean, do you see that? Do you see that in your life? And that's where this life of faith really comes in. It's like, Lord, especially when things are difficult, right? And, and we, start, we, we just can't wait anymore. And we're like, I, I got to take control. I got to do this myself. God, you could wait. I'm doing this myself. Uh, no more praying. No more going to the word. I'm going to live out my life. And this is that tension we constantly face. And that is why, by faith, this word is so important as you walk in that pilgrimage all by his word. So again, uh, as we see right here, uh, uh, one would assume impatience would begin to fester in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, But yet, uh, what does it say right there in verse 10? He was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. Looking forward, right? Foundation. What is the ultimate foundation of the line of Abraham. Christ himself. That's right, exactly, right? I know uh, Pete had a question uh, for the kids in the book of Daniel, and we were reading last night <laughs> about this stuff. The kids, Zoe was like, Dad, can you help me? I'm like, with what? <laughs> oh, the Bible. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Um, but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the line of Abraham is Jesus, and And this is the cornerstone. This is the foundation. This is to which everything is built upon. And this shapes us too. Like Nancy has great joy. Does she still have suffering and worry? Yes. But that doesn't change her joy. Does that make sense? Uh, Mary has the same thing. You might have, uh, you know, uh, I may think of an idiom. Um, not wake up on the wrong side of the bed, but uh, you might have your um, blips or your stumbling moments uh, of this life, but yet at the same time, there is forgiveness, there is Christ, there is the eternal gift, right? Uh, that's right, I, I saw a, a great movie on Friday with the kids called Quiz Show. Remember that movie? No. Whoa. Quiz Show 1994, anyone? I didn't see it, but I know. Oh, such a great movie. You should watch it. Great! With uh, Ray Fiennes and... Uh, who else? Oh, all these actors that are not, are not well known, but they're known. But Quiz Show, very good movie. Uh, the kids loved it. It kind of said that all, all the things of this world was kind of rigged by, by, by man. Interesting movie. Very, very good movie. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't know why I brought that up. But the foundation here is Jesus. And, and this is the key to, to what they were looking forward to. Everything is contingent upon Christ and what he has done, right? When we take our eyes off Jesus, what happens in a little while? 
What happens? Let's be honest. What, what happens when we take our eyes off Jesus and his promise and his word? We go to this, right? When we, in this little while, as we fix our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith, as it says in the book of Hebrews, as the, uh, from Abraham would come the line, the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, there we know that we have great joy, perpetual joy and gladness uh, in, in the death and resurrection of our Lord, in our baptism, in the supper. And this little while is our life of faith, right? Um, <clears throat> and trust me, I know first and foremost uh, the, the battles that are at hand, the temptations that are there as the devil throws each and every thing at us. But yet, in this time period, in this life of faith, this is what shapes us, and this is what comforts us. It, it is the foundation, the architect, right? The architect, the designer of all things, and that gift is Jesus, right? So, so again, uh, this is the key of the life of faith. It's Jesus, once we depart from Jesus and the gospel alone, there we will be shaped. And that little while will also be shaped in so many different ways, right? That's why this gospel in faith, as we know it and believe it, is so important, right? Uh, uh, as we hear and receive it in this, in this life of faith. Again, so very important, the land of promise, again, would finally come with Joshua, as we talked about last week. Um, but ultimately, even the promised land of Joshua was a foretelling of what was to come in the promise of Christ, the heavenly home, right, built for us uh, and given to us by our Lord's death and resurrection. Okay, uh, 11 and 12, if someone could read that, 11 and 12. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All right, this is radical, isn't it? I mean, they, what did they do when they heard this the first time? They, they like Don. Right. Laughs all the time, right? Uh, yeah, like Don, right? We laugh. Like, are you kidding? Like, you know how long, Right? Uh, that, that Abraham went to, you know, Hagar, Ishmael, and all that, and went down that route, but now the Lord said, no, Sarah, you know, you will have a child in your barren older age. And it just, it, it was a chuckle, because I think you and I both would also chuckle, right? We'd say, are you sure? Right? How could this be? But yet, how would their family line be? How many stars are in the heavens, in the skies? Um, what about the grains of sand? Have you ever held, have you ever counted grains of sand when you're at the beach? I mean, you couldn't get through like a centimeter of it and say, I give up. There's too many, right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I was beach, beach person. I mean, I was burnt brown, like burnt pretzel brown. You know, have you, have you ever burnt a pretzel before? That was me and my, my brother and my mother would always... Hershey bar, no, yes, Hershey bar, yes, uh, but I loved it. Um, and, <laughs> anyways, uh, but, but here we see, uh, again, the, the sands on the seashore, the, the, the multitude of, of what their family would be, and Abraham, as we know, would be called the father of? That's right, right? Um, at old age, this would happen. By faith, this happened. All by the promise of God. And it had to be because fulfillment is Jesus. 
the father of nations, how blessed this is. Uh, who would have thought, right? right? Who would have thought that at their old age they would be the, the line of Christ? Um, just radical by nature, but yet in faith uh, they proceeded. Um, it's like Mary, you know, um, in the Bible, you know, hearing the, the what is to come in her womb, uh, let it be to me according to thy word. All a life of faith, trusting in the word and what he is to do, right? So Sarah, again, by faith, uh, there she also went, trusting in his word, even though it did cause a great chuckle initially. Uh, okay, verse 13, new handout, new handout. Uh, so we can read that for me. Um, yeah, aliens and, stra- <coughs> <coughs> aliens and strangers, or uh, as my Bible called, strangers and exiles. Sorry, there's like a little <coughs> tickle. Right, tickle. All right. uh, you know, what's the term that we use? We uh, lay our roots down. Put roots down? Put roots like down. when we talk about living in an area for... Mm-hmm. We're laying, down our roots. laying down our roots or put our, putting our roots down. Now, is that how it is? You know, do we ever see ourselves as strangers of this world? I mean, do you see what they're talking about here? They never saw. These all died in faith, Right? Not having received the things promised, it, it didn't finally come to fruition, but their faith was looking forward to that, right? Just like, that's why the Old Testament, their faith was always looking forward, anticipating the coming of Christ, right? But having seen them and greeted them from afar, right? So their faith trusted, even though they would die in the faith, they would live as strangers and exiles on the earth. Now, do you catch yourself at times thinking that we're laying down our roots in this temporal world? as if this is everything. Like, we're actually not so strangers of this world. We're actually blending in very well, right? Not, not really. Oh, <laughs> not really. If people, if people really know your faith, well, you just see. There's so many crazy ideas out there. Yeah, you think you're better than them? Yes, yes. They <laughs> judge you and they think you're but just to play devil's just to play devil's advocate because that's what I do a lot I got the, the hordes out again um, isn't it easy to set up shop in this world as if our sinful nature simply says oh yeah I'm comfortable you know I got the grain houses uh, you know I got everything all planted uh, and you know everything is good you know we, we have all the puzzle pieces together you know, we got the career, we got the retirement, we got the house, we got all these things, and we look at all of our stuff and say, yeah, we, we're good. But after a while, you don't have your health. And the older you get, the worse it gets. That's right. That's right. But, uh, yeah, and this is the thing, by faith, you're right, Chris, is that we see above the world. Not condescendingly, but we see above the transient time that we have, that there's more to this than just 
what? Well, I can't wait till I, well, in my age. Actually, I'm not going to retire, but just hypothetically, I can't. <laughs> I probably won't. I'm just going to do this forever. But, well, until my kids say, Dad, I think it's time. I'm like, you're right, it's time. Uh, uh, but, but, but uh, uh, you know, uh, it's so easy to, to get lost in that. And, uh, but, but Chris is right. You know, in this life of faith, we are just sojourners. We are just visitors of this world. We are just in a, in a temporary time and space as we live out our lives in this one true faith. I think when we, when we dwell upon that reality in our life, Looking forward is everything, and that is to the word of God and his fulfillment, right? The tension that we face is in that waiting, it's like, okay, I see this advertisement. I see what the world wants me to do, and it it can gobble you up. It can envelop you, and you can be shaped by this little while in this doubt, self-reliance, turn away. When in fact, as we read this scripture, it's like, that's right. I'm just a stranger, an exile in this temporary place. And my place is not of this world, but it is in Christ Jesus. And that is a life of faith. And you know that because the gospel has delivered you the goods of forgiveness, life, and salvation. And because of it, you're living on time that is forever, eternal. And that is Jesus, right? So, so again, uh, strangers and exiles, remember what your citizenship is. Because trust me, I could take out my um, license card and say, yeah, that's right. I'm a citizen of Moorpark, California, 93021, right? That's who I am. But rather, your greatest citizenship is what? Of heaven, covered by the blood of Christ in his resurrection. And this is the picture of our life of faith. Um, all right. Uh, verse 14. Verse 14. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, every, it says right there, sorry. Uh, For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. And as you look at your notes, for the patriarchs, uh, their pilgrimage always was in this anticipation of what was to come. Therefore, everything else, everything else other than the promise of God um, is, well, is futile, right? Um, how foolish is it to set up a permanent home in what is temporary? How foolish is that? It's very foolish, right? I think of it as a hotel. You know, you know, you get a passport and then go Extended stay America. Exactly. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, but see, the thing is, it's like if, if Miga, I was talking, if I was talking to your uh, 15-year-old self, um, you would probably look at this and say, well, I have all the time in the world. Why do I even have to think about heavenly homes? And I mean, I want to live my life first and I want to, you know, experience life and, and that can wait, right? Uh, I don't have to think about this right now. And again, I know, uh, I know there's no youth here that are, you know, they're all at Sunday school, but uh, 
it's easy to, even at that age, to, to say, well, no, stranger than exiles. No, I want to, our sinful nature says, I want to live looking at this as my homeland and looking at my residence here as my identity. Uh, and that's the tension that we see in this life of faith. Because the, de- the devil's real. He's always trying to change your residence, right? He's like, change of address, change of address. I know you're a child of God covered by the blood of Christ, but you're going to change your address now because you live in Park. your earthly home is, or Simi Valley, your earthly home is here, and this is who you are. And no, by faith you say, no, this is my heavenly home. This is what I'm looking forward to, right? This is my homeland. Uh, it is with God in, in his paradise. And, and that shapes us completely right now. Uh, in the joyous life of, of God's promise. So, so remember that. Um, everything else uh, cannot do the same. Uh, verse 15. Verse 15. Because they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. All right. So, so uh, in regards to returning, again, uh, we see that in the Israelites, they wanted to return. Remember, like all the, uh, if we just could go back to the meat pots and having bread to the full, uh, we, could, we could live a life of, of fulfillment just if that was in Egypt. They were always looking back. Uh, even here in Genesis 24, if you look at your notes, um, Abraham was, uh, was instructing his servant to find a wife for Isaac, right? And the first thing was, maybe we should send Isaac back to, the, to their own homeland. And Abraham said no, Right? Abraham says, we're not going back. We're not going back. Uh, because this is, again, their life of faith. Uh, and, again, this is a picture of that whole direction of looking forward or looking back. And here in verse uh, 15, if they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have opportunity to return. Now, again, uh, for us as an application, um, what is our nature in our old Adam, in our sinful nature? We are creatures of habit. habit. We always like to turn back because that's what we know. Does that make sense? Like, it's, easy. it's so comforting, right? Because we already know. Don knows who he is. He knows all the algorithms, right? He knows all the, the wires that are going through. I'm going back there because I know how this formula is set up. Now there, well, it's very cloudy. No human hands here. It's all by the promises of God. How can I, right? And this is the, this is the, uh, the tension in our lives. Do you see it? That this is the key here. Do you see that nature going back? Because it's oh so easy to do, right? Uh, and here in the life of faith, there's no looking back. It's all looking yeah. forward. <laughs> oh, you don't have to close the door, Elliot. It's fine. Oh, all right. Okay. So um, anyways, uh, so we see right here, uh, never looking back, their status um, as strangers and exiles did not deter them from looking forward. See, again, as strangers and exiles, where do we look? We're always looking forward. When we set up shop here in this land, we're always looking in the here and now, and we're also looking backward. Right? As children of God, we are just strangers. Do we? Sometimes I think our, the things of this world can really hold us down, thinking that this is your place. This is your identity, right? And, and here we see in the text, no, by the life of faith, this is just a moment on the radar, 
just a blip. Because our eternal life with God is, I can't even measure how forever that is. Right? But in our sinful nature, how we look at the here and now as it's everything. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about? The, the, the temptation of that in our lives uh, to see how we look back and, and we look at this as our homeland and we get so uh, tempted by the devil and the world and the flesh that we set up shop here when in fact, no, uh, that is all of, of impermanence. And, 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 and this is what the writer is showing us. Okay, one more. Verse 16, verse 16. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, as he has prepared a city for them. All right. That's right. Um, Moore Park is the third safest city in California. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, of course not. <laughs> That's right. Oh, good. <laughs> um, and you would think, that's where I want to set up shop. Right? Uh, Moore Park, the third safest city. What a, what a great... I, I, I'm like, that's pretty cool, right? Uh, but even that, as we look at Scripture today, there is a better country out there. Right? There is a better place. Even when we're touted top three. And I, I love our city and, and the policemen. They do, such a, they do such a great job. I drive slow, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and when I see a policeman, I'm like, oh, hey. Like, wave hi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and they do a great job. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one, right? I mean, this is what we're looking forward to because we know that's greater, the paradise of God and his word and his promise. I mean, th- that's a life of faith. So, so as we see Jesus in John 14, uh, if you look at your notes, in my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have that I go to a prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And this is the promise of God, building you or making you a room of many mansions, preparing a place for you by his death and resurrection, right? Uh, Miga said, this is just a hotel life, right? We're just in a mere temporary time. And that's so true uh, because this is what God prepares for us in his paradise and his kingdom. And that is where we are even right now as we wait in the now and we look forward to the not yet. Um, First Peter 2, beloved, this is in your notes, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against you. And that is the in, the, in a little while, in this time of faith, what are the temptations that are there, right? The covetousness, the idolatry, the passions which war, wage war against our soul, but rather our citizenship is not of this world, but rather is in heaven. You know the Philippians 3.20, and, and this is the picture of, of who we are. Right. So as we conclude today, you know, when we talk about faith, it is this looking forward because we are exiles and strangers in our sinful nature. Sometimes we forget this. And what happens? What we look forward to is different. It becomes something different. In this little while, we we start to doubt, have self-reliance in our sinful nature. And there we turn. And soon enough, we're setting up shop in this world. When in fact, as we look at this chapter here, by faith, it really does redirect us back to what our faith is in Jesus Christ. But in Christ, John 14, what is to come and what he has prepared for us, this is how it shapes us as we look forward, as this is not our heavenly home here in this time and space, but rather we look forward to it um, in his final return. And this is the picture of faith. 
So again, there's a lot of tension and dynamics going on, as you know and are familiar in your life, in my life. Uh, but at the same time, what a comforting is that as we live in this world today, and you know this world today, I mean, you turn on the news, and, and it reminds you, that's right, this is but of temporary time, and we are just exiles and strangers of this world as we live by faith in the promises of God, right? That's comfort. All right, let us pray. Let us pray. And dearly, Father, we thank you for this day. Uh, we thank you uh, for this uh, uh, word. Bless us in the life of faith. Guide us by faith as we look forward, as we anticipate what is to come in the not yet. Grant us wisdom at this time. Lead us by your word and through all things. Comfort us, knowing full well that though we are exiles and strangers of this land, O oh Lord, we are, we are your children covered by your blood. We thank you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Bible study presentation from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.